0: This is On the Block with Strick and Bach. <clears throat> Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. 93.7 the ticket veteran and lover of bread, Jake Backelman. <laughs> what? I like bread. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America... On air and online at the Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is on the block with Stricken Buck. Hold up.
1: We are back here on the block. I'm Jake Bakovin. And my buddy here, Nate, is with me as well. Nathan Brennan as uh, Strick is uh, leaving Lucas Oil Stadium as we speak. It's been a great long day here at 93.7 The Ticket. Shout out to everybody who has made this work, um, and uh, and we will do it again tomorrow. But uh, today was the big day for us, specifically because Nebraska was at the podium. Nebraska sent their players, and so Nebraska has Fan Day tonight, if you're interested in that as well. That might be actually be going on now. I'm not sure exactly what time that is, but camp is around the corner. College football is here. Tomorrow is the 27th.
0: That means one month away. That means one month. Also, Fan Day is going to start here in an hour. Is and it an hour? From what I saw on Twitter, there were a couple uh uh mainstream accounts i guess the i think it's the husk guys they usually have some pretty good stuff <laughs> shout out the husk shout guys. out the husk guys there there's a few you know mainstream nebraska cats yeah. that have a lot of followers and they're saying there's already a line outside too Ooh. so say what you will about this coaching staff say what you will about what has happened in the past 4 or 5 seasons but nebraska could be back and fans are buying in is there is there an age where you're too old to go to fan day do you think uh, I think, well, if you've without got a, a kid, kid, without a kid, without a kid. Yeah. No. Ah, no.
1: That's that's the right answer. No. There will be people that shame you for wearing uh, somebody's jersey that's younger than yours or whatever. Be a fan. You know what a fan is? Have
0: fun. (laughs) I completely agree. It's just
1: sports. Have fun. Now,
0: bodying an eight-year-old for an autograph is probably That's too much. That's where I draw the line. (laughs) So, let's not be that guy. Let everybody have fun. (laughs) It it (laughs) does matter more for the kids and all that. Right. You you know, if you catch a ball in the stands- give it to the kid yeah. or a pretty looking lady you know and to I mean, each his like, own unless so. it's like uh you
1: know like uh, the 50th home run from uh you know one of the Yankees this year i mean
0: you, then you maybe you All right well up. then yeah cuz i think it was the guy that uh got Derek Jeter's 3000th hit which was his home run got like lifetime season tickets or something Yeah. So in that case there's sure someone you know there's what? there's only a few occasions where it's okay to elbow kids out of the way and go <laughs> grab that ball. Well, in that sense, I don't think you should be taking your kid uh, to the game, sure. Out into the bleachers where there could be a home run. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's very As safe. a parent, then you say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Today's not the day, or bring the helmet and some, yeah. um, some you know elbow pads or whatever. Right. In case Maybe today die. might not be the day, but it's all it's all good. Uh,
1: in any case, we are. Uh, so we, I always like Fan Day, and, and and you know I haven't been there since I was in college, but I was just asking just to just to get the parameters out there, make sure we're you know, on the same way. I'm on like
0: a big. It. I'm a big Jersey guy, Bach. Oh you yeah. Know, I will I will wear jerseys till the day that I die, and I will ha- I will do it with no shame. <laughs> and when I get my Joe Gans jersey, oh, I get yeah. a lot of a lot of high fives and and knuckle bumps. Oh, so, oh, yeah. That we'll Joe all Gans be Gans on the same well. page when I get that Joe Gans Oh jersey. Yeah.
1: What's your most obscure jersey again? You said it before.
0: I've got a few obscure, jer- probably a Josh Freeman Buccaneers jersey. Yeah, that right. one, yeah. that one's a bit. That's questionable. pretty obscure. That one's a bit questionable. I got a Sean Alexander Seahawks jersey. That, that one's pretty, pretty cool. Fun too. I got a Michael Finley jersey. I should uh, get in touch with Strick and oh, see yeah. if I can get him to sign it. <laughs> that would be pretty. That cool. That would be cool. Uh,
1: so bring your bring your jerseys, bring whatever you have to Fan Day, uh, get your autographs, and and that's part of the busy day for the Huskers. I mean, they were in Indy earlier. Yeah. I think Frost and the guys are all all flying back the to be the way back. Part of yeah. that. So um, that's cool. And then I believe here. In just i think it's two days away is when camp will actually start the reporting today so um everybody should be there a fan day and then we'll actually be you know start getting the football helmets on and get oh, out there excited. college footballs I around the say, corner I'm, I'm
0: mad you didn't even mention my shirt buck what is your shirt say you see what it says Oh, smile it's football season I come like on it. it's football season <laughs> We're ready to go it is
1: it's getting there and part of football season of course is uh is Big Ten Media Days? It's kind of the it kind of opens it up for us. Uh, the guys uh had a chance to sit down with Trev Alberts earlier. Of course, Nebraska athletic director. So we'll play that interview. It's a long one. Uh, so here Lots in, good in stuff, the last though. two segments. Lots oh, of good as, stuff. yeah, as usual with Trev Alberts. Um, but before we get to that, let's uh, kind of run down um some of the other quotes from today um that uh, that some of the huskers had so we'll start on the on the podium with scott frost he uh for what it's worth did not uh, have an opening statement just went up there all business said i'm just ready for the questions um so that is that is where they went but the questions uh took off from there so here's uh as we mentioned trev alberts here's scott frost on how he and his uh in trev alberts relationship has grown
2: I think the great thing is we have two former Huskers um, and several more in the building that understand Nebraska and its uh, unique challenges and advantages. Um, We're both working as hard as we can to try to make Nebraska football and Nebraska athletics the best that we possibly can. Um, It's been a good collaboration and uh, we're we're both doing everything we can to position ourselves in, in the best place we can in this conference and beyond.
1: Well, there you go. They're here from Scott Frost. Again, this is earlier today from Indianapolis at the podium. Here is uh, some thoughts uh, from Scott Frost on how NIL has affected Nebraska.
2: Yeah, I think it changes our model a little bit. Um, Nebraska is going to be one of the best places in the country for NIL. There's so much fan support. There's so much interest. There's so much passion around it. And a a lot of uh, businesses and people in Nebraska have really given our our current players a ton of opportunities already. Uh, I expect that to even grow as we go forward. And the attraction at NIL has certainly helped us uh, add some pieces to our team and I think will going forward.
1: So there you have it, and, and you heard that, added some pieces to the team. Yeah. Again, I think at times, uh, it as NIL has evolved, it began, it began kind of shady business. You didn't want to say much about it. Uh, I like that Frost is out in front of it and saying this is going to be a big deal at Nebraska.
0: Which I, th- That's the thing, too. is I, th- I, I don't know if it's directly he's talking about one player individually, but th- I, I think as Nebraska fans, I don't want to speculate or anything like that, but we probably know who he's talking about. I think it's yeah. fair to assume.
1: Uh, and let's go to this uh, this comment here. What sets this year's team apart? Obviously, he's going to need this team to be set apart from the others if he's going to want to be around for year six.
2: I think we got really good leadership, uh, kind of highlighted by the three kids that came to Indy to with me. Um, as good of leaders as we've had on the football team. I think there's a toughness about them that not our whole team, but maybe pieces of it, lacked last year. And I, and I think uh, there's a chip on a lot of shoulders. It's an interesting uh, combination right now of guys that have been through some of the tough losses that we've been through and some newcomers, both on the staff and in the locker room, that haven't been through that. Uh, one of the biggest challenges is making sure we take the collection of guys and, and turn it into one team. And again, that's Coach Frost at the podium
1: earlier today. We're rolling through a bunch of these quotes uh, so we can get as many as we can in so you guys can kind of get caught up if you're just joining us now for Big Ten Media Days. Here is what is the key to turning special teams around? Been, been a problem for Nebraska all four years under Scott Frost.
2: Yeah, it's been an emphasis for us, and we're looking forward to uh, working on that some more. The kids know how important it is. Um, Our specialists, I think, are going to improve and do better this year, and I think we got more depth and athletic ability uh, to have guys that can cover. Um, The guys know how important it is, and we're looking forward to working.
1: Here's Scott Frost on his role in the offense, which is obviously changing this year.
2: Yeah, stepping away is the wrong way to put it. I'm I'm going to still gonna have my hand in it. Um, it's going to be a fun collaboration with somebody else that knows a lot of football. Uh, when I'm not around the offense, uh, I'm going to be able to trust him to take care of it so I can do other things. And I, I'm looking forward to having a little more of that role, but still being involved a lot.
1: And it's interesting, too, as we go from Frost to the podium to Frost in the media circles, uh, continue with this. I think that's the biggest interest heading into the season is uh, kind of yeah. that balance between Whip and Frost and, and who's going to do the play calling and all that. Um, here is Scott Frost on giving up the play calling.
2: It makes me a little sad because I like it, uh, but it, it's also helped me focus on a lot of other areas that we can get better. I'm going to be able to spend more time with a lot of the other players, and, and it's going to be a collaboration. Um I'm not divorcing myself from it. Uh, we need to put our our players in the in the best things and the to give them the chance to win football games and we'll continue to do that.
1: So there's Scott Frost talking a little bit about um, his role in, in play calling and, and, and being sad about it. That that was kind of a theme too today. Uh, Garrett Nelson said that he wants to see his coach happy again uh, in, <laughs> in different words, but um, I, I feel kind of bad now that Frost is sad. I mean, he's sad, That's that. but that is and again, yeah. uh, I've said it all along, is that that's what got him this job. I mean, his play calling him being the offensive coordinator down there at Oregon and obviously got him the UCF job where he continued that, that's his bread and butter. So it's it's tough to step back but he said it, it it's good but he doesn't want to be a figurehead Wins it's good. Uh, everything
2: you know i'm a football coach that's what i love to do the reason i love it is being around the guys so that part's been great um i definitely don't ever want to be just a figurehead um i love the game too much and i love the players too much so i'm, I'm gonna have my, my my hands in everything we do um there's probably just gonna be more more things that i'm able to touch
1: there you have it. Now, and how about uh, how much is the play calling going to change? A lot of people are expecting it to be quite a bit different with Whipple. Let's see what Frost had to say.
2: When you feel feel like you're doing the right things, if a, a complete change of course is the wrong way to go, uh, there's always little things that that we might tweak or, or ways for us to look to get a little bit better. Um, my role is going to change a little bit, having an offensive coordinator that I trust to take it over a little bit, uh, but. Uh, for the most part we've been doing it the right way uh, it just hasn't led to the results we want yet um, this year's gonna be different
1: there you have it this year is gonna be different that's the hope for nice. everybody I'm um, very interested too here is uh, his response to Pat Narduzzi's comment on his new offensive coordinator Mark Whipple
2: I, I just heard about that third hand you know I, I don't know um, they had one of the top offenses in the country so it it, and if we score as many points as they scored last year, I don't care if we run it, throw it, or kick it. So, um, again, we're just going to try to find the best mix and, and figure out how to score. Yeah, I don't think that they – love like, that.
1: Again, a part of it, too, is with the offensive line uh, being somewhat of an obstacle or at least a, a deficiency last year. Um, I don't know if they, like, if, if they could tell you right now, if they said a percentage of what they ideally want compared to what it's going to be. You got to gotta just kind of roll with the strength, see how it's going in the game. So I don't know what the percentage is going to look like. I definitely expect more passing with Mark Whipple, but um, it, uh, it'll it be interesting to see how that shakes out. I
0: want to see points, Buck. I'm right with Scott Frost on that one. Who cares?
2: Yeah. Get points on the board.
1: Here's Scott Frost on Oshon Mathis, the new stud edge
0: rusher.
2: Oshon's another talented kid. We'll see how he factors in with the other two. Um, we felt like we needed maybe one more piece there coming out of last year to give uh, – Caleb and, and Garrett, somebody else, to play alongside of him. Um, excited to see what he can do in fall camp. I think offseason was kind of a surprise for him and how hard he had to work in the weight room, and I've seen improvement from him already. Um, that being said, I'm really excited about development of Jamari Butler and Blaze Gunnerson as well, and uh, I think that went kind of from a position of concern to, to one of the, if not the strongest position on our team.
1: There you have it. Edge rusher, rushing, getting to the Love quarterback that. might oh, be yeah. a strength of that defense. And I think that Gunnarson and Butler do kind of get lost in the talk mm-hmm. because obviously Caleb Tanner's uh, part of it. Garrett Nelson out there at Media Days. O'Shawn Mathis, the big hit in the offseason. Those young guys coming along could certainly uh, contribute quite a bit as well. Here's Frost on his mindset for going to Ireland.
2: we got to handle it really well, and that's what I've been talking to the team about a lot. Uh, being mature and, and handling it. Uh, as a business trip, we're going over there for one reason, one reason only, and that's to win a game. Uh, it's not a bull trip that we've earned. It's just a game that we got to go focus on.
1: There you have it, uh, Scott Frost on the, on the mindset going into Ireland. you love to hear that too. Uh, real quickly, we have a few quotes from the players before. Again, we're going to get to twelve Albert's interview um, that our guys had out there at Luke's Oil Stadium with them earlier. Here's Garrett Nelson on uh, his readiness to be the leader of the program.
0: You know, I, if I'm the face of that program,
2: that's that's awesome. I've been preparing, been preparing for that my whole life with, uh, you know, those life lessons that life just in general has taught me. You know, my father teaches me how to be a good man, and a good leader. And, um, you know, I try to put that on myself uh, as a leader and as a teammate to be the best I can be to my guys and be honest with them, uh, even when it's hard. And, you know, nobody likes conflict and and having those honest conversations because be suck you got to have those conversations if you want to win. you got to be honest with your teammates. So, um, you know, being that guy, um, you know, if you want to call me that, that's great. But I, I just care about my dudes. I, I want to go have fun winning football games.
1: And Garrett Nelson, I mean, nice. I, it, it, Frost said, he's maybe the best yeah. leader that they've had in the program in quite some time, um, and that gets you fired up. Just listening to him yeah. gets you fired up from when he can't stepped on campus, uh, was doing the air guitar on the sidelines on special teams <laughs> uh, his first year here. Probably will still do that. you know, and Just because you're a leader doesn't mean you can't have fun, um, but uh, it's going to be fun to see him. I'm sure um, odds-on favorite probably to be a captain there and Garrett Nelson, especially after hearing what Frost had to say today. Uh, let's go to Travis Vokalek now uh, talking about Casey Thompson and uh, his his work ethic off the field
0: yeah you know Casey is a workaholic he loves being in the gym um, you know he's, he's a good dude um, I, I'm sure he's he's done that I, I don't know if he has or not I haven't talked to him about that but you know he's uh, he's in watching film doing all that stuff all the time um, you know he's a gym rat loves being around the facility so um, I, that wouldn't be surprised um, if he did that so
1: so there you have it from Travis Vocal. Let's quickly get one in here from Quentin Newsom as well. Um, before we go take a break for the Trev Alberts interview here in just a second, I want to make sure everybody's covered here on the block in this uh, in this hour as we're recapping what happened. Uh, a lot of people feel like uh, t- uh, team chemistry could be a big part of it. Here is uh, Quentin Newsom on how close together this team is. Um, I would say that uh, everybody on the team right now is bought into what we have going on. And Guys are, guys are just hanging out at the stadium. Guys are getting together outside the stadium, uh, linking up, going to do different things. And
0: I would say that everybody is really coming together.
1: There you have that's Quentin Newsom at Big Ten Media's today, uh, talking about uh, how close this team is together. We just got through a lot of the the, the sound bites. Of course, we're going to be continue to play them here as we head into fall camp, and then once you know, once fall camp gets going, we can kind of talk to the coaches and kind of start oh, getting yeah. the storylines rolling for college football this Nebraska football season. I uh, can't wait. Again, tomorrow is the 27th. One month from tomorrow is week zero against Northwestern in Dublin, in Dublin, Ireland. How cool is that? How close are we? How awesome is this? And speaking of awesome, uh, Nebraska Athletic Director Trev Alberts sat down with the guys out there at Lucas Oil Stadium today as part of Big Ten Media Days. If you missed it, well, don't worry. We'll replay it next. It's, uh, it's a long conversation. So long, it'll take the rest of the hour, and uh, you're not going to miss it. Trev Alberts, Husker Athletic Director interview, coming up next here on The Block.